Mesa Tshuva. So here in the uh, Shiurim over here, he gives a whole Agdama, but just to uh, generally, he says that the four sections of the Alta Rebbe Shulchan Aruch correspond to the four sections of the Shulchan Aruch. So you have Rechaim and Rechayshu uh, Mishpot and Yeredeya and Evan Ezer. So uh, it turns out that really uh, the uh, third section is like the third section in the Shulchan Aruch, which would be the section of Noshim, which would be the Evan Ezer. So what's the connection over here between the Tshuva um, with the idea of Nashim. So he explains here at length from different sikhs, but what comes out from all this turns out that Nashim um, means basically a marriage. So there's a marriage between HaKadosh Baruch Hu and the and the Jewish people. That's their marriage. That's the Kiddushim. That's took place by it was a Kedushin, it was a relationship between Yidin and HaKadosh Baruch. And, um, but it turns out that before, in the Torah, it says, it talks about uh, divorce before it talks about Kedushin. When the Torah talks about, it says, she will leave this man, which would mean, because of the Sefer Christus, then it talks about the Havia, about the Kedushin, later on. So, Basically, before you can marry the Abishter, you have to get rid of, you have to separate yourself from, from the other, uh, from the other uh, inyanim, from all the other things. So in order to get married to the HaKadosh Baruch Hu, you can't have a relationship with other people. You have to be just to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. So it requires the idea of Noshik both in both ways. It requires first a separation, a get, a divorce, from Gashmias, from the physical world, and it requires a connection to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Uh, that happens through Teshuva, that divorce, and that uh, separation, because when a Yid does an Avera, it's like having a relationship. He's un- being unfaithful to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. And how do you overcome... Now, generally speaking, it brings down into the Pasuk says, like, when a uh, person has is married, and marry somebody else, the first husband can't take you back. That's the halacha, right? You can't before you, so, but here a yid should be married to a Kodesh Baruch but then he goes and has relationships with other, with other gods, with other inyonim, but that's the power of Teshuvah, that the power of Teshuvah is that it can sort of bring back that relationship and it overrides the uh, negative uh, relationships that you had with other th- with other gods with other inyonim, uh, and you can still connect to Kodesh Baruch Hu. That's what the power of Teshuvah is. Over here, the Alta Rebbe is going to explain in this Igeres uh, Teshuvah. There's no introduction over here like we have in the first Parakatanya, like we had in Shariyuchad Bavuna. Over here, Igeres Teshuvah, there's no introduction to Alta Rebbe, but you will see the Alta Rebbe will explain the dip- deeper union of Teshuvah. The word teshuva is toshuv k. We're going to talk about the impacts of the talk about the name of Hashem yud k vav k and what happens. Like there's a separation, 
and there's a removal, and Tshuva means Toshuf K, that, you know, there's to bring back uh, the hay back to its place. I'm talking about also we have Tshuva Ilah and Tshuva Tatoa, just like we have Yehuda Ilah and Yehuda Tatoa, Shariq and Amunah, we also have the higher level of Tshuva and we have the lower level of Tshuva. The simple level of Tshuva is to repent for Averis, but in a deeper level of Tshuva is to bring the Neshama back and to connect later on that level of hay, as we'll see later on. But first off, he starts off with an introduction of bringing down a rice of Sechta Yoima, which gives some basic principles about Tshuva, about the Braisa. And then the first discussion is going to have a discussion about exactly you know, how the impact of a mitzvah saseh gives us a little bit of understanding what a mitzvah saseh does and what a mitzvah saseh does. Now, mitzvah saseh means basically that you're doing a positive mitzvah, you're doing something. Uh, Shep tells you to do and then you do. A mitzvah saseh means that you don't do. How does one observe the chlala mitzvah saseh? When Hashem says not to do, how do you observe that? So, one of the things is that uh, if you're tempted to do something wrong and you don't do it, Yosha, Vlava, it's like that's the way you fulfill the mitzvah sleisasa. Uh, so we're going to see that a mitzvah, there's two things. There's one thing is listening to Hashem and not listening to Hashem. That's one thing. So when you listen to Hashem, it's both. You have to listen to Hashem when you do a mitzvah say to do what Hashem says you have to do, and to listen to Hashem to, not to do what He says not to do. Those are both listening to Hashem. But there's other things that are going on. Because when you do a mitzvah say, we'll see, not only are you listening to Hashem, but you're bringing down various different iris, different, uh, different things into the world. If you don't do a mitzvah say, it's not only that you're not listening to Hashem, but you're also missing out that you're not doing, you're not mamshich, you're not bringing down all those beautiful lights which you one should really be doing. So that's one thing. By Elisa say, we also have two things. We have the actual... Uh, if you do a violation, you're not listening to Hashem. But when you're doing something wrong, there's actually some blemishes that you do in your in your soul because there's something you touch your soul above and everything else because you did something, an act, an act which violates the rotsin of Hashem. Now you may causing a blemish to your soul. Uh, there's a blemish there. So it's like this, when you do a mitzvah, so say you have an additional light more. But when you do a loisaseh you have a, a blemish. So that's why he's going to explain. So if you try to weigh on, you know, what's to say that very important to realize that a mitzvah to say, that a positive mitzvah are very, very powerful and we cannot take it lightly and say, okay, I didn't do a mitzvah to say, it's not so bad. Even though we're going to see in the Braise that a prohibition sort of is worse, it seems, from the Braise than, uh, than a mitzvah, uh, mitzvah say that violating is more, it's, it's, in other words, it's more difficult to do teshuva to return if you violated the loisase, not so much as mitzvah say. But it doesn't mean that a mitzvah say is any, is any less just because it's easier to do teshuva, because by a mitzvah say, the way he's going to explain, the tshuva can't bring back what you missed out. So, by mitzvah say, the only thing we're doing tshuva for is for Hashem, because you violated what Hashem said. So therefore, it's easier to do, because there's something about the mitzvah say that you can't make up. 
if you missed time, if you didn't learn Torah, let's say, for example, or you wasted time, so maybe Hashem will forgive you for not doing the Torah, but in the meantime, you would have brought down the light. That light is missing. Like he quotes from the Gemara, uh, when a person doesn't read the Shema, or doesn't daven, doesn't put on the tefillin, every mitzvah that you do, you, you're, you're bringing down a light from the Eberster to the world. So I'm going to put out the film tomorrow. Yeah, but the light that that day is gone. You can't, you can't make up for a lack of light. I mean, there is a very high level of tshuva. You can make up that also. That's another, another issue. But in the simple level, every day, every minute, if you wasted a minute, it's an aveda sheina chazeris. It's a loss that cannot be returned. <laughs> it's not like if you lose your wallet, you can find back your wallet, and then you have it back. But if you lose a minute, or you lose a mitzvah, you lo- miss an opportunity, you, you may take other opportunities, but that first opportunity is gone. That's what it seems, Pashtus. So therefore, what am I doing Teshuvah for, if I missed out a mitzvah, to say? All I'm doing Teshuvah for is asking Hashem, forgive me for, I didn't listen to you. But you can't say, Hashem, forgive me, and give me back what I missed out. That doesn't help. It's done. That's you can't correct that on the simple level. When we do a prohibition, on the other hand, over there we have an additional issue. So one thing you didn't listen to Hashem, that's one thing. But you got dirty when you did a loisase, it's like playing in the mud. Now you're a shmutzik, you become you dirtied yourself because you were doing, you did things with your neshama, with your hands, with your involvement, you did an Avera. That Avera needs to be cleaned. And Bemela, in a way, that you can clean. That you can do Teshuvah. You can clean that Avera. Then you're cleaning yourself. You're not bringing down an oil of here. Here you're cleaning yourself. So that's why it takes a little bit harder. Let's look inside now and we'll see. The Altareb is going to explain this idea when he explains the, um, uh, the, the price over here. So, Igeris Hachuvah Perikalaf. Tanya Besef Yoimah. We learned in the end of the tracted Yoimah. Yoimah, that's the tracted of Yom Kippur. That's where it discusses about the whole Dinyan. Uh, that's why there's a level of Chuba because we know that Yom Kippur is, is the idea of Teshuvah. That Shloisha Chiluke Kaporahim. So, there are three types of. Uh, of atonements, in other words, that a uh, person violates, does a sin. So the Braise talks over there and says that there are three different ways to reach a kapora. But in all of those three ways, but you still need tshuva with each one. You have three categories, three ways to do tshuva, the three types of tshuva, but it always requires uh, uh, three ways of atonement, but every one of atonement requires tshuva. You always have to do tshuva, comes with each one of them, as it says like this. What happens if a person violated the positive mitzvah? Okay? You didn't learn Torah when you were supposed to. You didn't put on the tefillin. You violated the mitzvah. You didn't read the Shema. So you violated the mitzvah. That's one category. How do you get atonement for that? Bishop, if you do tshuva, we say tshuva kolachot. You did tshuva. You don't move until you're atoned, which means immediately. If you did a mitzvah say, you didn't do it. 
and you say Hashem, I'm sorry, and you really mean it, whatever the, the level of teshuva, God forgives you. That's as far as violating, not doing something that you're supposed to. What happens? What happens if you violated a prohibition? Torah says to you not to eat chaylev, uh, not to eat uh, not kosher meat. You didn't listen. You ate not kosher meat. So what happens then? And you do teshuva, v'shav, and you do teshuva, then you're not forgiven yet right away. Because over here, as we're going to say, something else happened. You know, you ate, part of it became, uh, sustained you, right? You ate something. Or in that case, by food, we can see how it becomes part of you. But anytime you did a violation, whatever you did, a violation of the Torah, you did, there's something physical that you did. So over here, Tshuva Toilo. The Tshuva hangs, which means you're not going to get punished once you did Tshuva. But that's not the end of the story. Then Yom Kippur is going to atone for you. Which means to reach the level of Kapore, we need Yom Kippur. Because in this case, we've got to remove the stain. We're going to say, we've got to remove the stain. We've got to remove the blemish that you're doing something wrong has caused. That's what's going to happen. So for, uh, for a violation of Aloysa, say you need more. When you did a, you didn't do a mitzvah, say, you didn't do, you didn't do anything wrong, you just didn't do something positive. But when you did Aloysa, say, you did something wrong. There was an action of it. That action so, okay, you're saying sorry. Hashem forgives you for saying sorry. He's not going to punish you, but it's not the end of the story. The truth that you're not going to get punished because you return. But there's still a blemish. There's an impact over there. There's something there. You need your kipper to atone for you. And the Bryce is going to say, before after that, the Bryce is going to say, we'll finish this, but what happens if an Avera that has crisis and this is bested, which means that either the violation is punishable by getting cut off uh, that comes or Mrs. Based, which means based and does, that's a more serious violation <coughs> so over there you need both Shuvah and Yom Kippur to wait for them we'll see in the end uh, as the end of the Bryce but in the meantime Dr. Rebbe interrupts you for a second to give you an explanation over here about Mrs. Sessa and Mrs. Sessa over there he says that um the um, Shuva and Yom Kippur will sort of won't be punished but it's still going to hang it's not going to be determined but then it's going to be the pains the affliction that will will, 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 will clean you and the Altarab is going to talk about those Yisurim and he's going to first reject in the first in the beginning that it doesn't mean that a person should be torturing themselves and doing that's not what the Pasuk means it means that this guy is going to explain Later on in the uh, in the tiny inside, but in the meantime, the Altarebbe has a very important point that the Altarebbe wants to make. Somebody could mistakenly, when he reads this uh, this brayse, you can make a mistake. You can say that a mitzvah say is not as bad as a mitzvah loisase because you see, you look at the symbol, a mitzvah loisase. It takes Yom Kippur to get atonement. 
A mitzvah to say you can be forgiven right, right away. So one will come to the conclusion, okay, then it's not so bad the mitzvah to say. So when a person doesn't waste waste time, doesn't learn Torah, or doesn't do mitzvahs, then it will be uh, okay. Not such a bad thing. al is going to explain, not, not at all. al is going to explain is actually just the opposite. When it comes to the learning of Torah, you cannot make up at all. There's nothing to wait for your Kippur, because, and there's nothing to wait for your Surah, because you're not going to get back what you missed out, like we said before. So therefore, you have to, you, you get forgiven right away. But by a Laysa said, in addition to Hashem forgiving you for what you've done, Hashem also has to clean you. You have to get rid of the dirt, of the shmutz. That takes Yom Kippur. Sometimes it takes also Yisurim. It takes more than that. And that's why the Al-Tarebbe brings out, it brings a proof from the Halacha. That it's so. That an Ese actually is more powerful than even a Laysa the, 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 the impact of an Ese is greater than a Laysa what happens sometimes we have a conflict between an Esa and a Leisasa. There's a conflict. Say, Kilayim uh, by Tzitzis or Mila Betzaras. Let's give them a Mila Betzaras. Let's say you have to circumcise. There's a mitzvah of circumcise. And the place that you're going to circumcise, there is also a Tzaras. The Torah says you're not allowed to cut off a Tzaras. But if you're going to keep the violation and you're not going to, in other words, you're not going to do the Tzaras, but you're not going to do the mila, so what's going to happen? Then Violation. you're going to you're going to be keeping the mitzvah. But if you're going to do the mila, you're going to be violating the mm-hmm. the the mitzvah to say you're not going to do. So what do we do? So the answer is esed doichaleisasa. If you have an esed, the kamleisasa, the esed overpasleisasa. So you see that the esed is higher than the leisasa in the way. The esed is higher than leisasa. Why? Because the light that comes through every essa is greater than the loisessa. Because the loisessa doesn't bring that great light with it that it brings the carbon to the essa. The hamshochet, the world in the world, which basically is the loisessa is to remove the obstacle, is to clean away the dirt. The essa is to bring the light in this world. The loisesses are to remove all the objections, all the obstacles, the, all the chitzonim, all the clippers, to remove that. The assay is to bring down the Mrs. Assay, to bring down the positive. So when there is a conflict between the S and the Lysa, so actually, the Lysa says, since the Torah says you're going to do the S against the Lysa, so you're not actually going to be uh, uh, allowing you're not going to be violated because that becomes the the, 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 the Torah command. But if we're going to listen to the Loisasa, and we're not going to do the Esa, we're going to be missing that light. That light is always never going to be. And that's why we need the Esa. The Esa is the light that brings down the world. So you won't actually, when we say Esa, you're not going to make any blemishes because that becomes the rule of the Torah. So then it becomes okay. But if the Torah rule was that you should not do the assets, so even though that's the rule of the Torah, but you'd be missing out on the light, so therefore we want to bring down the assets. Let's see inside what he says. This is the whole explanation that al gives now over here. So, here, Pirish. So the al explains, don't think because it's easier to do teshuva for a mitzvah saseh, so therefore learning Torah is not as important as not eating kosher or not, not do a violation. Don't think so. 
So he says, Perush, because what it means is like this, even though as far as observance of me, in other words, when you have a question, what do I fulfill? What do I observe? The mitzvah says so, the mitzvah says We say that mitzvah says gedoyno, the positive mitzvah is greater because that would override and we will do the positive mitzvah against the loisasa so we see that what takes precedent what takes more important is the mitzvah so the reason is why do we say that is Mishum Shal Yidei Kiyu Mitzvah Sasei Mamshich Oir V'Shefa Ba'Elumis El Yoinim Mehoras Einisav Baruch When you fulfill, when you observe a positive mitzvah, you bring down, you draw down a light and a flow in the spiritual world from the shine of the blessed Einisav. The Oir Einisav Baruch comes down, which means, first of all. In the world, but also to yourself. You do a positive mitzvah. What happens when you do the positive mitzvah? You are causing the Ein Sof to increase its light in the worlds above. Because, like he's going to quote now from the Zoyar, that each mitzvah is like a limb. And just like a limb draws the energy from the Neshama into the limb, every mitzvah draws down the Ein Sof into into the world, into that mitzvah. When you do a mitzvah, that's the limb of a Kodesh Baruch Like the Zoyer says, the Ramach Pikudim, the 248 positive mitzvahs, which is the mitzvahs that say, in the Ramach Evarim, the Malka, those are the 248 limbs of the king. So first of all, every time when you do a mitzvah, you bring down a tremendous light in the world. So, if we're going to tell you to not to do a mitzvah, you're going to be missing that light. You bring down a light in the world, and it also is in your godly soul, which is in your, dressed up in your body. Like we say, the Abishter sanctifies us with a mitzvah, which means every time we do a mitzvah, we become holy, because there's a holiness that dresses upon us. There's a light from HaKadosh Baruch Hu that comes down on our soul. That's the Kedusha that we get through the mitzvah. So, Therefore, we're not going to push away the mitzvah say because the mitzvah say we're going to, we're going to say, do the mitzvah say and we won't have the loisas over there. So that's why. Ah, you're going to say, so how come it's so easy to do teshuva for the mitzvah say and not the mitzvah And the answer is that some part of the mitzvah say you're never going to get back anyway. That light that you missed, you're not going to get back. So you're only fixing what? You're only fixing the not listening to Hashem. But when you did a loisase, in addition to not listening to Hashem, you did something wrong. There's something attached to you. There's something that needs cleaning. It needs, it needs something to do about it. When we talk about shuva in order to fix what you violate, even though we'll forgive you the sin for rebelling in God, in His blessed kingdom, and you didn't do what Hashem said, you didn't listen to Hashem, because you did what Hashem said not to do, and you did it. You, do, you violated the license. That's why we say we'll forgive you. That's why we say 
even by the loyseh, you'll be forgiven, nothing is going to happen to you, because once you said I'm sorry, so David doesn't punish you anymore. But there's still yet things to be done to clean you. Uh, no, I'm sorry. Uh, we're talking about the Mitzvah over here. By the Mitzvah we're saying, even though you're going to forgive you, the, the Einish, that you rebelled against the king, but the light is still missing. So which means like this, if you, did a, if you didn't do a mitzvah sasei and you said sorry and Hashem forgave you, so what's going to help? You're not going to get the light. And even if your kipper comes, you're not going to get the light. Nothing is going to bring light because you were supposed to be mamshich erizov, you didn't mamshich it, so you missed the opportunity. It's an opportunity which is gone. So there's nothing to do about that. This is like a saying of our teachers, a blessed memory on Posuk. When the Posuk says, that it's a crookedness that one cannot fix. It says, one who missed who miss either the reading of the nighttime or the morning time. So you can, you cannot fix that. That's, that's not a fixable. So, Okay, so do you, in other words, you're going to live with regards to tshuva, that's not fixable. Why? Even if you're going to be careful from now on to read the shachris, the krishma of nighttime, and the shachris forever. So which means you're going to repent. So now I'm going to be good from now on. That's called tshuva, because you change your ways. But still, that repentance is not going to help you to fix that what you mixed, that what you missed one time. That's why it's called It's a crookedness that you can't fix because, okay, you're going to read from now on. That's the new amshocha that you bring down every day. But that amshocha that you missed that day, you can't correct it. So, what is there to do with the mitzvah to say one thing, which is what? Say, Hashem, sorry, I didn't rebel. Because Hashem told you to do something, you didn't do something, you rebelled. So that's why you do tshuva. Once you do tshuva, Hashem forgives you. So there's no punishment and that's it. Is there a, a fixing? No. You didn't, that's, but you, you, you're lacking and that won't help you. So therefore, you do tshuva and Hashem forgives you right away. But, but if you violated the prohibition, through the fact that the bat has connect, connected itself to your soul when a person does something or speaks something or thinks something bad when he's connected to the Ra there is something that takes place you make a blemish so first of all you make a blemish above in the root and the source from where your neshama comes. So when you do a thing or negative over here, you're actually causing a blemish to the source of your soul over here in its upper level. And he says, where? And he says, the levushim, the esesvites, the asiya. Those are in the garments of the ten spheres of asiya in the uh, 
as it says in the Tikkun Zoyar, Levushin Tekinas Loin, that Hashem prepared Levushin for the Sphiris, the Menayu Porchin Nishmosim Bunei Noshu V'chulu, that from them fly the souls to the human beings, which means from the ten Sphiris of Asiyas, from those Levushin, they come into the into the soul. In that source, there is a blemish. Lekach, and therefore, to get a kapara. What does it mean, kapara? To get atonement, to wipe it away, and kapara lenafshei veloy So for your own soul over here, and also not above, which means in the source atonement to get for his soul and also for above it takes time what do you mean it takes time? it takes Yom Kippur Yom Kippur, Yom Kippur Yom Kippur, the day itself atones wipes away by Yom Kippur it says that it will atone from the Impurities of the Bnei Yisrael from their sins, etc. Then it says, Lifnei Havaya. Lifnei Havaya means before Hashem, higher than Hashem. Lifnei Havaya Daika, specifically higher than Hashem, which means the blemish touches a certain level, the level of Asiya. But then, Lifnei Havaya, before Hashem, from near the filling of those pegamim gets fulfilled it fills up those holes so let's say when you do a loisa say you create a blemish, you create a hole and that hole stays there so how does that hole get filled? by bringing down a, lie, a higher level from the level of lifnei havai so therefore the Ralt Rebbe says mekan. so from this b'raise we cannot learn you cannot learn any lenient, God forbid, in a positive mitzvah. So because the Braise says it's easier to do tshuva a mitzvah to say. So you're gonna think it's not so serious. Certainly you can't learn from it. And especially we can't learn in the mitzvah of study of Torah. Doesn't make make it any lenient. Cannot it's interesting that both in the beginning of the Tanya. And over here, in the right in the beginning, the keeps on emphasizing, especially the level of Limudat Torah and everything else. I wonder how the people could accuse the Hasidim of not learning Torah without the Rebbe makes it into the... the, the he, says that, he says, and he says it brings a proof to you, you see how serious uh, Limudat Torah is. Our teachers of blessed memory said, and this is... Um, this is in the Gemara, in Yushami, Chagiga. That Vitera Kodesh Baruch Hu, Alavidu Zorav Echulu. There were certain circumstances Hashem sort of forgave. Even Alavidu Zorav. Avshe ancient, Avshe hein Kodesh Mrs. Bezdin. Even though they're in the category, their punishments are Kodesh and Mrs. Bezdin. Veloi Vitera Bitl Tamatoyda. But he did not forgo on wasting time of Torah. So you see. That Talmud Torah is actually, it doesn't know it's a mitzvah to say, in a certain sense, it's greater and bigger than the other one. This was the parentheses explaining the chilek between Asa and Lisa. So now he brings down the rest of the b'raith. If you violated a 
punishment, which is pun- a violation, which is punishable by Kodos and Mrs. Beisdin. Shuvah v'yem ha-kippurim So then, Teshuvah, repentance, and Yom Kippur will hang. The person will not get punished. But v'yisurim memarkim. Yisurim memarkim. They will clean off. What does it mean, memarkim? Perush, he said, memarkim means goibrim ha They complete the atonement. Humaloshin meriko ushkifa. It's like uh, washing down and rinsing off. That you have to uh, sort of polish the soul. Uh, the word kapore, atonement, that is like wiping away the dirt of the sin. So you can wipe away the sin, but then you gotta wash it down. You have to rinse it off and wash it down. You gotta scrub it down. So I guess the a regular loisase, you have just Yem Kippur. That is the kinuach that wipes it away. But when it comes to a deeper dirt, it's a certain level of dirt you can just wipe away. But here, a deeper level of, of, of dirt, uh, you need to uh, uh, more cleaning. Tshuva uh, Yom Kippur is sufficient, but you need also to wash down, rinse it off. Shanemar, as the Pasik says, Hashem says, I will remember with a stick their sin and with plagues their sin. So we see that there is a Veda that you need further cleaning and that cleaning takes place through Yusudim Rahman al-Islam. Those are the Avedas of Chris and Mrs. Bezim. Atkan l'shoyna b'raise Up till here is this language of b'raise at the end of Masechta Yuma. Now the Rebbe is going to continue explaining now that this that we're talking about, the Yisurim and things like that, isn't the meaning that a person should make Yisurim upon himself as the opposite.